hello everyone and I just wanted to take a minute um, and this is just personal words from me to you and uh, I, I just if you're like most people you are you are needing maybe a little pep talk or something to try to cope with everything that's going on that's been going on and and maybe the big question is is how how do I handle these times because I mean, you think about what has been been going on in the last year between the pandemic and um, all the hatred and division and the election and the mobs and the protests and and it's just one thing after another and and without any effort at all, we can find ourselves um, f going into these emotions of fear and and doubt and maybe even anger and panic and worry, all these things that don't do us a bit of good. And, and, and I think sometimes we even can sense that we're being overwhelmed. And that word is a dangerous word when we start to feel that we are being overwhelmed. And I thought, you know, I, I studied a little bit more and I kind of went into some passages, passages of scripture for my own sake. And I thought, I'm just going to pass them on to you and see if maybe you would like to use them. And I thought, how about this? Instead of being overwhelmed, how about having the feeling of overcoming. You are overcoming all those emotions. And, and that all sounds so good, doesn't it? How to, how to overcome. How can we overcome those natural emotions that want to hit during times like this? Well, I'm going to tell you how. I know it, it worked for me. And it does take work and effort, but it pays off. And again, the, the thing to do is, what did Jesus say? What did he tell us? I mean, he knew what it was like to be in difficult times. He even knew what it was like to have a tough government reigning over them. So, you know, he really did understand. And I just want to tell you a couple verses, and, and they're both in the Gospel of John. And you can, just even if you need to, shut your eyes and just just listen to Jesus talking to you because he is. In fact, in John 14, verse 1, he says, don't let your heart get so troubled. Believe in God. Believe in me. You know, such simple words. Don't, he said, don't let your heart get so troubled. You have a choice Believe in me. Believe in your, your almighty, sovereign God who hasn't lost control. Make that choice to believe from your heart. And then in, in John 16, he, he wrote, or he said these words that John wrote down. And he said, I have told you these things. And, and if you want, oh, read that whole 16th chapter of John. It's terrific. And he says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. So when you think of all the words that I said that our natural human nature wants to, to produce, like anger and fear and doubt and, and panic and worry, overwhelmed, 
listen to Jesus, man. I have told you these words, but you're not going to know these words unless you make the decision and you make the choice to hear what they are. I've told you these things so you can have peace. And then he says, in this world, you will have trouble. I mean, he didn't say you might or, you know, it, it could happen. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Now, isn't that something? Isn't that wonderful to know? It's like Jesus is standing right in the middle of our today. And he understands and he says, I have told you these things so you, you can live in peace instead. Yes, you're going to have trouble in this world, but take heart. Go to your heart where the Holy Spirit dwells, who will remind you of what you know about Jesus. And he, then he, he just puts this tag on. Take heart. I've overcome. I've overcome this world. Now, to me, that sounds so good. And then, as, as the Lord would have it, Sunday morning in, in my church, our pastor, we're, we're doing the book of Daniel. And we were in Daniel chapter 8. And that is definitely quite a chapter. In fact, it's a prophetic chapter, and you know, sometimes you read these chapters and it makes no sense, but let me just try to explain something to you. In this chapter, in, Jan, in Daniel chapter 8, he talks about, he talks about a troubled world. He talks about uh, power-hungry nations. And he also refers to them as a ram and a goat. In fact, so often in prophecy, even in the book of Revelation, many times the nations are referred to as beasts. And the reason why they're referred to as beasts is because they act like it. They act like a beast. They're power-hungry. They're domineering. They... They advance, in fact, they get more powerful and more domineering by conquering more and more. They're so self-consumed, and that's the description of a beast. And so often, you know, they, they paint such an ugly picture, but but. Sometimes that's the way we feel that when we're being overwhelmed, when when we feel like these nations, our world, it's just like, what's happening? Well, Daniel, um, in that chapter eight, he does say that that the beast will be destroyed. I mean, this is this is our hope, and I don't want to get complicated. I just. I just think we all need some hope. And whether Daniel is talking about a prophecy to be fulfilled soon, but also I think it's very prophetic. It's a prophecy that will show up later in the future, in the end times. And no matter where it seems like we go, Jesus always makes sure that we have hope 
when we get overwhelmed, he wants us to know that in him, we can overcome all these human emotions that want to just overwhelm us. So when Daniel writes these words, these prophetic words, and he says that the beast will be destroyed, but he won't be destroyed by human power. What does that mean? That means that's hope. When it looks like this world is winning, it's not. Someday, and we don't know when, it's just, it's something to cling to, to hold on. We know that the beasts of this world, everything that's trying to over, overtake us, overwhelm us, our future as a child of God is so steadfast and sure, and the promises are there, and this world as we know it will be destroyed. And to think that that it won't be done by human power, that we have a powerful God who at just the right time, because we know that his timing is perfect, we know that even in all this, even though it looks out of control, our God is so totally in control. And you know what else I saw in Daniel 8? Our pastor really made a point of this. And to me, this is the bottom line. Is that it's not the ram that wins. And if you read Daniel 8, you'll understand what I'm talking about. This powerful beast, it's not the ram that wins. It's not the, the powerful goat that wins. Not that beast either. You and I can stand on the promise that the lamb wins. The lamb of God who came to save us. And who not only died and shed his blood for you and me, but rose again and conquered death. And now is waiting the time when it's just the perfect time. When all things will be made right. All things as we know it will be made brand new. So what do we do in the meantime? Well, it makes a whole lot of difference when you and I are clinging to the hope and the promise that we've been given that the Lamb wins. But until we actually are there, I remember singing a song called What a Day That Will Be When Jesus We Will See. When we look upon his face, the one who saved us by his grace, when he takes us by the hand and he leads us all through his promised land, what a day, glorious day that will be. And it will be a glorious day. But then I always would sing at the end of that song, but until then, but until that happens, our hearts should go on singing. Until then, with joy, we should carry on. Until that day, our eyes behold that city. Until the day God calls us home. 
So we live in the promise of what is ahead. Our faith tells us that even though we can't see it, we believe it because Jesus promised. But until that day, what is our attitude? How, how are, are our emotions overwhelming us? Or are we singing victory in Jesus, my Savior forever? He saw me and bought me with his precious blood. And do you know there isn't any beast, there isn't any nation, there isn't any circumstance that can take that away from you and I. So Daniel said when, when he ended that chapter, when he woke up from that vision, he didn't understand it all. But he said one thing he made sure, he made sure that, that we know from this chapter as he finishes this vision and explanation, the one thing he did say, he said, I go up, then I will go up and went about the king's business. And that's the way that chapter ended, and I thought he didn't understand it all. He didn't like it all. He didn't, he didn't, he had to know, what do I do now? I, I, I'm in the middle of this now, what do I do? And he said, then I, I got up and I went about the king's business. Could it be that simple? I think it is. We have a choice. Do we really want to live a life that is overwhelmed or do we want to live in victory because Jesus has overcome and we are his child? I'll tell you, for me, I am done with politics. I am done with getting so worked up with all the news and what could happen and what might happen and I have decided that I am going about the king's business because I know there is nothing or no one that can take the most precious gift away from me, and that is my salvation. So maybe, maybe you just needed to be reminded. I didn't say anything new, but... Maybe you just needed to be reminded that when you have been to the cross, you are his child, and your soul is well. And so when peace, like he promised, when peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrow like sea billows seem to overwhelm, what ever my lot. You and I are able to say that no matter what, it is well with my soul. The ram didn't win. The goat didn't win. The lamb wins. Hallelujah, praise the lamb. Heavenly Father, thank you for the truth. Lord, may we choose, may we have such a desire to fight back the natural emotions that want to overwhelm us because we have got it made as a child of the king 
Father, may we stay in your word. May we utilize the Holy Spirit that is within us to lead and to guide. Father, help us to see that it doesn't matter what happens to our exterior body, our earthly body, because what really matters is that you have got our soul and we will live with you for all eternity. And what a day that will be. But until then, may, may our heart, because of what we believe, may it go on singing. If anybody has lost their song, they've lost their joy, may they come back to your word and remember through what, they have, what they have learned. They will allow the spirit to just help them recall. Father, we thank you for loving us so much that you give us what we need. And we are so sorry when, when, when we get overwhelmed because that means we've taken our eyes off you and put them onto ourselves. But Lord, you are so there welcoming us back. May we find that our strength and our joy can be renewed when we wait back on you. And we pray this in our Savior's name, in Jesus' name, the name above all names. Amen.